The following program, the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show, is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from AccuNet Mortgage and Realty. And now, here's Brian and David Wickert. And welcome to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Brian Wickert, the majority owner of AccuNet Mortgage and also AccuNet Realty Advisors, along with son David, who's our chief client experience officer and also senior loan consultant at Acunet Mortgage. If you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the Old National Bank talk and text line. That's 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. You can also grab a podcast of today's show anywhere you normally get your podcast. Well, Happy New Year, David. Same to you, Dad. Another year, uh, and people want to buy houses. It happens every, I call it the John Vells rule. The first business day of the year, everybody wakes up and they're like, I want to buy a house. Let's do that. And that is despite interest rates being, um, what would the crazy eight ball say, decidedly higher yeah. uh, than they were. The quick review is that we started 2022, this first week of January, the 30-year fixed rate was, are you ready? 3.22% if you were willing to pay seven-tenths of a point. Uh, let's go, let's turn back, the, yeah. let's turn back time. We got to 4% uh, by St. Patrick's Day, then 5% by April 15th tax day. Uh, it only took us till the middle of June to get to 6%. Uh, then we had some bad inflation reports. The Federal Reserve keeps cranking up rates. And next thing you know, the 30-year fixed rate by your birthday, David, in late October was above 7%. Mm-hmm. Uh, ugly. So yeah. that's... I think that's the word we're going to use for for 2022 and when it comes to mortgage rates is ugly. Um, But this last Friday, we got some good news. Rates started to come down in mid-November. And we got some even better news on Friday. The Bureau of Labor Statistics came out with their December jobs report. And even though the unemployment rate went down to 3.5% from 3.7, and the economy somehow created 223,000 new jobs, which was more than expected, both of which would normally be bad for mortgage rates. David, what caused interest rates in general and mortgage rates in particular to go way down? Well, okay. Like a quarter percent improvement you're, in one you're day. You're putting me on the spot because I think you want me to say it was the wage number within the payroll yep. uh, report on Friday. There was also a very wonky report to ISM manufacturing numbers from the Institute of Supply Management that I think was the the double the double down that, like, Wage numbers from the jobs report first thing in the morning, then another number later in the day, and suddenly rates rally in our favor quite a bit. Quite a bit. About a quarter percent in one day. That's a pretty big movement. Hey, in the Speaking of wonky, I just got to share this because I did the math. Uh, the good news is that there are more Americans working as of the end of December. We have 159 million Americans working, and I always pay attention to that number more than any other because that means those people have paychecks, and they can spend money, and they can pay taxes, and that's 3.1 million more workers than at the end of 2021. That's quite a bit. And then if you want to know what a country's workforce is, you take the number of people with jobs plus the number of people looking for work, which is 5.7 million. That's called the unemployed. And so America's labor force is 165 million all right 
What do you think China's labor force is, David? Mm, uh, add a zero to your number. No, almost. Not is quite. It, is it like 800 million? 700 million? I thought million? it was going to be a billion, and but when I looked it up, it was 775 million. Okay. That's still five times more than the United States. This is and, why uh, Nike wants to sell shoes in China, by the way, because yeah, there's just big, more. right? Big, big, big uh, market there. Yeah. And then India, which I was reading an article on India, is going to surpass uh, China possibly uh, economically over the next decade or so. Yeah. Uh, their labor force is 523 million. So. Okay, but but yet America's economy is the biggest. Yay yeah. us! All right. Well, why don't we? Um, we'll take our first quick break here. Is it time for a break, or do we have two we, minutes? We got a little more time. I'm a little I'm a little inexperienced. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks. All right. So that's your perspective on what's going on economically. Uh, we had the interest rates rally, uh, and that's all because these these two reports that David mentioned are showing that inflation is going down right hey the market we're getting thought a, that, that we're getting a grip on inflation that we're, we have not arrived but we are we've stopped getting fat we've begun to lose weight we're not skinny yet well or is that true or no because we don't have disinflation yet but just let me give the specific example the market thought that wages were going to increase by five percent year over year mm-hmm. and the number came in at 4.6 it doesn't sound like much yeah. but the interest rates markets are assuming, like, hey, we're headed in the right direction. Remember, the Federal Reserve wants to get inflation down to 2%. That's their goal. And they've basically come right out, including on Thursday and Friday, when we got the minutes and there were a bunch of Federal uh, Reserve Committee speakers yeah. making comments out in the world. And they are basically saying, we are not going to remove the pain of increasing rates and then holding them there. Until we see the unemployment rate go up. So they are on a kind of declared mission, which is always the case, folks. The Federal Reserve raises rates to cool off the economy. One way you cool off the economy is to cool down the jobs market. And if, because if people don't have paychecks and or they have much smaller unemployment checks, they don't have money to spend. And therefore prices are going to stop going up or not go up as much. So unfortunately, that's their goal, is to make more unemployed persons out there, yeah. which sounds mean, because uh, it kind of is. And and that's their mission in order to get uh, inflation down. All right, when we come back, we're going to tell you how good rates are, and then we're also going to tell you how home prices are not going to go down in 2023 and why you need to get out there now and buy. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right, we're back, and you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Of course, you can call or text us on the old National Bank talk and text line, which is 1-8. i got to go back up there and find the number. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. All right, David, uh, where do we end the week? After our very friendly jobs oh. and other economic data report, it, when it comes it, to the old 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Yeah, it warms my heart that I get to say 5.875% on a 30-year fixed. If you're buying, let's say, a $300,000 house with 25% down, so that's a loan amount of two twenty-five, 
EPR is 5.98 because you would pay 1% of the loan amount in points. So $2,250 in points to buy down the rate to get down to 5875. And what every loan consultant at Acunet then does is they pull up something to compare it to. How's about less cost? 5.99%, which is just a half point. And that brings your cost down by $1,100. The APR is 6.05. And what we do all the time, the payment difference is $16.58. And so you between just, what? Well, between 5875 and 599. It's what am I what am I paying and what am I getting? And Well, so, David, how which one should I pick? I should pick the lower rate, right, Dave? Well, I it, it all depends in in this example, you're basically digging you're digging yourself a $1100 hole that you're only filling once a month with $16 sized Legos. That takes you five and a half years, and then and only then. What's five and a half years from now? That's July 20, 4th yeah. of 2028. Th- then and only then could you call up Brian or David Wickard and say, Guys, it's Thank you. your past customer. I am finally now saving. Happy 4th of July 2028. I am now saving $16 a month. Yeah, I'm ahead. All right, so, so if a person believed as we do, and as even the nice folks at Fannie Mae and all the other forecasters and mortgage rates feel that rates are going to come down probably in 2023 further, for sure in 2024, uh, you'd probably want to go with the lower closing cost deal. Is that right? Well, and this is, as I talk to home buyers, it's my version of that is, I, I wish I could offer you 4.99 right now, 4.99%, mm-hmm. but I can't. Do I think, do prognosticators believe sometime, is it six months, 12 months, 24 months, that we will return to something like that? Yes. So, But give me a head start like you're describing. Don't invest, over-invest maybe, in getting a lower rate now if the world just might arrive with a lower rate sometime in the future. All right, and what if I wanted to really pay lower closing costs? What would that rate and payment look like, and, and how long before that break-even moment. Well, and so you could dial it up to 6.375%, which is That hideous. sounds hideous. It's, it's ugly compared to 5.99. So that's the Walmart rule, right? Uh, mm-hmm. 99 cents, so much more attractive. So that's 56 more dollars per month. Compared to? Compared to 5.99%. Okay. But that's with, that's with no loan costs. And so you are get, so that's a three-year head start. That so your your friends better off, at, yeah, could better off with the six three seven five, okay, exactly. for three but, years, right? It's going to be hard for people to take a six point three seven five rate. Well, when, yeah. but that's why we give people choices, right? Right, you can do whatever you want. Um, and, and and what are you seeing? Because you've been writing a lot of both pre approvals lately and also actual. David, you've had people get offers accepted like quite a few in the past two weeks. Well, you want to talk? Say a word about that. Uh, you know, I think my as I have spoken with pre-approved buyers, one of my themes that we've talked about on the show is a great time to get out there is when everyone else is sitting on the sidelines, and so that was particularly true in December. People, you know, strapped it on in the middle of the month because they weren't in their Christmas coma uh, to buy a house that's going to close sometime here in January. So when it's because the opposite is true. If things get better, if rates 
continue to come back in our favor. Homes get listed. It's going to get more competitive. It's not going to be what it was, let's say, spring of 2022. But getting out there when it's ugly, uh, or or because if your home there's is snow listed on the ground, sale, or it's cold. Yeah, yeah, if your home is listed for sale when there's snow on the ground, you are pretty serious. So, well, and the stories that I want to hear uh, after this next break are your two friends down in Florida thinking about their next place as well with the eternal sunshine. So let's, I want to hear about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Hey, remember, if you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616. Let me do that again. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. All right, so um, here's two things. I just happened to be Googling around on our break to try to find out what were home sales in 2008 when we had the big subprime financial crisis. And I came across uh, this little article from Lawrence Yoon, who's the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, and he quotes a survey by LendingTree that states 41% of Americans say they now fear a housing crash in the next year. Well, David and I are here to tell you we don't think that's going to happen, and that's because there are not enough homes listed for sale. In fact, because of the paucity uh, shortage of home listings. You like that five dollar word, David? Yeah. Paucity. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like it. P A U S C. No, I'm sorry. P A U C I T Y. Fannie Mae. Our friends over at Fannie Mae observed the following, and this is a mix of history and predictions. Uh, Six point one million existing homes were sold in 2021. That dropped by about a million, they estimate, to just five million in 2022. So what is that? Now they're predicting for 2023, we're only going to have four million existing home sales. So another million uh, number of sales decrease, and yeah. it's not because there aren't people who want to buy, as you're going to describe for us, David. You got your uh, hand up over there. To- total anecdote. I talked to two. Uh, it's not just about the supply, which is not not enough. The demand is still there. I talked to two young people who were born in the year, wait for it, 2002, who (laughs) wanted to get pre-approved to go buy a house. So there's a whole other generation that's still coming down the pike, too, who also wants to get into the home buying game, which is going to keep demand up, like you're pointing out, and, uh, and offsetting the supply that's just not there. The other thing that's true, if I look at Fannie Mae's uh, forecast, is there are not enough new homes being built in America. Yeah. Uh, you know, we need something like a million and a half because we have a housing shortage in general right now. Um, so this, and, and the reason why people obviously aren't willing to list their homes for sale is because they're they've got two point seven five on a thirty year fixed, or three and a quarter, or three and a half, yeah. and they are reluctant to trade that in. Wait. Unless you're a guy like my friend and client who I talked to this week who owns a place on Sanibel Island that got really his house luckily did not get damaged it's a it's a, a attached single family home in other words it's kind of like a duplex side by side yeah but 
each person owns their own unit, and it's up on stilts like you see in a lot of um, golf side, water side properties. So he did lose a car and lost everything that was on that ground floor level, but the rest of his house was largely unscathed. And yet he's called me up to say, you know, we think we might want to, might want to sell that place. And did I mention he has a 2.75 30-year fixed rate? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, the rate's probably going to be, uh, you know, by the time you find a place, maybe 5.75, because we're looking at loaning him the Fannie Mae maximum, yep. uh, which is 726200 and And he's like, says, that's not bad. I'm like, awesome. Why, my well, but, why is, but why is that? Because you described a numerical reason. What's the real-life reason? See, I think if you have enough... Disp- oh, the real-life uh, reason was the, he wants to have their... He and his wife want to have their own pool, right? Because the place where they have now, they got to kind of walk a little ways. They're part of a planned unit development. And it's like, you know... And, and then plus, you know this. You've lived in apartments. You know, you can still kind of hear the people next door. Yeah. So it's not quite the same uh, when you're even when you're in a two-unit property as when you're living in your own house, right? right. So it's kind of just like that desire to, you know, we think we'd prefer a single-family home and one that has a pool. And, and so there are these, there's a certain segment of borrower where the monthly payment um, doesn't matter because they're well-to-do. And I'm going to, you know, put this person in that category. There's another group of people who have a motivation that outstrips money. And right. and we'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Right now, it's time to turn it over to the 24-hour newsroom and our good friend, Eric Bilstadt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, welcome back. We're talking about the year past and the year ahead. Uh, remember, if you've got a, call, uh, a question or a comment, you can reach us on the Old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. I had a home equity line of credit with those guys once, and it was good. So nice. anyway, um, let's talk, David, about um, some of the people that you're interacting with who want to buy homes. Because our, our, I think our theme here is that, hey, if, if you're a buyer... And you're out there thinking, you know what, I'm going to wait for home prices to come down, uh, you know, because I think that's going to happen. Well, what what we're seeing on the front lines of Acunet and also reading uh, from experts that, you know, have armies of economists is that we have a continuing uh, supply problem. And I think that's particularly acute in southeastern Wisconsin because we don't have any big national builders, you know, that are putting up a hundred right. homes at a time, uh, like they do in many other parts of the country. And so, you know, the, the new homes that are being constructed in southeastern Wisconsin are either condominiums, which tend to be higher end, uh, or custom homes. You know, we got nobody building a $250,000 home you know, or a $200,000 home in southeastern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, David, what, what story do you want to share about some of your uh, buyers so, that you've dealt with the last couple of yeah, weeks? Yeah, so one version uh, as, because people still want to buy. So what's interesting about you describing the inventory is home buyers are still going to problem solve getting to the same place. And so one, I've got a handful of clients who are purchasing from family. 
Uh-huh. Uh, which, you know, is inventory that's not publicly available. So, but is, you know, if, if mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle has a property that they can or would sell. And I, I had a call this week with a son uh, buying the home of his parents and a couple other moving parts. So the big one, the headline on this is that the parents were going to be providing a gift of equity. What does that mean? So, well, so whereas many times we talk about gift, you know, that's cash. Like a cash. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, Brian and Becky give David a cash gift. Here's $10,000 to help with your down payment because you're buying from what is essentially a stranger, right? Uh, the seller is right, an right. independent third party. So that's a cash gift. Gift of and, and let me can I bump yeah, in here and say, ahead. and a lot of time family members think that they want to reduce the price. They think, you know what? I'm going to give my son a great deal on this home. It's really worth two hundred and fifty thousand, but I'm going to sell it to him for two hundred. Yeah, that What's was the, the problem ex- with that. Well, so and that was the exact. Um, I first spoke with the son, and then it was son, dad, and me, David, on the phone, because that's exactly, we did not share notes about this before today's show, but that's exactly what the dad wanted to do. So let's say, you know, he wanted his son to have a mortgage for $300,000, and of course, why would you know? If you're a plumber for your day job, like you said... Yeah, I'm going to sell it to him for three hundred because I only want him to have a $300,000 mortgage. But what mortgage lenders are bound to is then you have to make a down payment on the lesser of either the purchase price or the appraised value. Well, so what do they think? What do they think the real market value of this they property think is, dude? That they, they think the house is worth up to $400,000. Huh, perfect. Well, but, but so, and, and we talked this through it was if you have a contract for 300 but it appraises for 400 you must begin your down payment on the lesser of those two numbers which is That's 300 right. in which case then you're going to have uh, private mortgage, mortgage insurance private mortgage insurance yeah. the rate's going to be in this case the rate wasn't going to move a whole lot how uh, much cash does this son want to bring to the table if any so funny enough, uh, and and this is part of the story. He wanted to bring the nine hundred dollars in loan costs. That <laughs> okay, for, for, yeah, tr- a true story. The nine hundred dollars in loan costs, um, t- because as we talked earlier in the show, as he and I were the reviewing numbers, we chose. You know, I showed him. Hey, here's the trophy rate uh, in column one, paying points, getting the lowest rate you can. But he chose an option where Acunet was providing a four hundred dollar lender credit, okay, uh, to reduce his costs. So that's he wanted to bring that money, and I said, "Sounds good." You know, it, he could have, when you're doing gift of equity or cash gift, even from a relative, you can truly bring zero dollars to the closing table as the buyer. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we lined it up uh, where he's going to bring. Be bringing nine hundred dollars. I want to. I want to keep telling the story because when you're buying from family, there are moving parts. There are additional steps uh, that when you're just buying from a stranger who's a seller, they take care of, and you really don't think about as a buyer. But if they're buying, a sell, if they're a stranger that has a real estate agent, so this true. would be true for any for sale by owner, but especially when there's a family member involved, there are 
other parts that they're just blind to. And let's have you tell that part of the story uh, when we come back. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And also the taller, younger, more handsome uh, David Wickert here, who's in the middle of telling us a story about a family transaction where mom and dad are selling to a son. And, and you know, that kind of a hmm, non-marketplace competitive transaction you know then you don't have to worry about competing offers right because mom and dad right. aren't going to sell it to a stranger they want to sell it to their son or daughter or grandchild or whatever it is and they want to give them a good deal now just in terms of reinforcing our theme of yeah you know what rates are coming down and uh if you're thinking that there are going to be uh there's going to be less competition and that home prices are going to come down in southeastern wisconsin in particular now maybe they're going to come down in idaho i have read that they are coming down in california but in our neck of the woods where we don't have anybody building a lot of new construction in an affordable price range the fact that people are unwilling to list their homes is going to keep the supply tight in 2023 in fact i just said in the previous segment that fannie mae believes there will will have only 4 million uh, existing home sales throughout the entire country in 2023. That's down from 5 million in 2022 and 6 million in 2021. So that's a big drop, folks. Mm -hmm. And it's not because there aren't buyers. It's because there aren't enough willing sellers. I just did a little research on that last break. I have to go back to 2009, 2009, when the unemployment rate was 10%. Ouch. To get an existing national home sales figure of 4.34 million. So the smart economists at Fannie and Freddie are saying it is going to be a super tight inventory year. All right. Well, the good news is we can help at Accident Mortgage. We still think we're the smartest people at the dance in terms of helping any home buyer put themselves in the best position uh, to win an offer. Luckily, well, right now, you know, you're finding, David, people aren't in competitive situations, but that's probably going to change. All right, now, with that whole big preamble, back over to you, David. Well, what I was going to say was, because you're right, uh, it's not about com or competition. Even if you're not in competition, when you're buying maybe from family, as we were talking about, mm -hmm. you still... My fear anytime someone's buying from family is that they call their bank with a big skyscraper downtown and like the loan officer has never heard of gift of equity or isn't considerate of the other things that a seller needs to take care of in a normal, like you said, marketable transaction. So so we were talking before the break how you coached these people, no, 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 don't sell it for 300000 and then yeah. try to have your son get a $300,000 mortgage because that's like 0% down. You're going right. to pay private mortgage insurance. You're not going to get as good a pricing. So where did you end up helping these people decide to set the sales price? So they set the sales price at 400 But and David, the weren't they concerned about paying gift tax on that $100,000 gift of equity? So, I am not a licensed uh, tax practitioner. Cousin Paul S. Wickard is. But uh, as we read the IRS code, uh, each American has, is it 12 million here in 2020? 12 point something million. 12 point something million that each 
person, if you're a married couple, can give away in their lifetime. And if you have the pleasure of giving away $24 million in your lifetime, I say congratulations. God bless uh, you. God bless you. So for this transaction, the hot answer is no. There's no gift right. tax. All you got to do if you go over the annual limit, which I think is 17000 now in 2023, yeah. the gift limit for you can give anybody you want $17,000 and you don't have to report anything to the IRS. So a mom and dad could give $34,000 to their son, not report anything. They just have to fill out a form or have their tax person fill out an additional form to say, hey, we gave $66,000 more than the annual gift limit. Please keep that, keep track of that against our $12 million lifetime exemption. Yeah. So no gift problem there. Um, and by doing this, so now they're putting down uh, 25%, they're going to get better pricing. Exactly. Well, and so then this was actually kind of really fun as a, as a mortgage nerd to yeah. get into a, because this is more complex when you're dealing basically with both sides, you know, son buying, parents selling. Because what the parents, what they really wanted was they wanted to push away from the closing table with the three hundred thousand dollars in proceeds. Aha. So it was sell for four hundred, hundred thousand dollar gift, push away from the closing table with three hundred thousand bucks. But there's some other costs that we need to, you know, walk through to figure out how to get them that three hundred thousand dollars. Let's tackle some of those numbers when we come back from this last break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Along with uh, David Wickard. And, uh, boy, that is some hot get-back music. I like that. You're going to have to tell us what that is, Isaac. Um, so uh, don't forget, you can... Uh, call or text us with your comment or question on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. So, David, you're telling a story about a family transaction, which let's call Acunet Mortgage your headquarters for family, real estate, and mortgage transaction because we know what we're doing. Oh, we've we're done also, yeah. other, other things that this applies to, though, are also um, for sale by owner transactions yeah. because we're equipped with uh, both an affiliated title insurance company, and then also we're friends with some uh, low-cost, highly competent uh, local attorneys that can help with the drafting of the offer to purchase for really minimal dollars, which is what you need. So what are some of the things that are going to get taken care of? I just mentioned actually writing the offer to purchase. Yeah, well, and so the seller needs to take care of a title policy as the current owner. So... What as I was on the phone with son and dad, normally seller dad pays for an owner's policy. It's but, pre-printed that way in the exactly. Wisconsin offer to purchase. But but because son is getting this jagundus gift of equity, son is going to pay for this seller's title typical. insurance policy. Yeah. Typical. What about tax prorations, David? Usually the seller gives the buyer exactly. some money because they owned the property for a certain number of days or months in that year. E exactly. And so in this case, because they're closing here in January, it's a schnibble, and the son said, Dad, don't worry about it. Because the reason why the proration exists is because when son goes to pay the tax bill December of 2023, he has to pay the whole bill uh -huh. at that time. But he said, you know what, don't worry about the first month. I'll cover the whole thing. No proration needed. So there you nice. go. One one thing, two thing. Third thing, 
transfer tax. Ah. The state of Wisconsin says, hello, we're the state of Wisconsin. We'd like some revenue, please. There is a tax upon the transfer of real estate from one party to the other and normally paid for by the seller. But again, in this case, son says, dad, I'll pay for the transfer tax to the state of Wisconsin. Those three things. Somebody also has to kind of like prepare the closing statement for exactly. the seller and do things like, hey, if there's a mortgage or a mortgage and a home equity line of credit, somebody's got to order the payoff statements and calculate the right amount uh, to pay those people so that it's all cleaned up. they got to send a letter to the municipality to get a special assessment letter that confirms whether there is or is not any special is or are not any special assessments outstanding against the property. So all kinds of details, and we can hook you up with all that stuff. Well, so this was a perfect uh, screen-sharing task exercise because I'm literally, because, again, begin with the end in mind. What the parents really wanted in our numbers here, they wanted to push away from the table with the 300000 in proceeds. Uh So I'm I'm, I'm doing go-to meeting with my borrower, we are literally, we're not starting at the top of the software. We're starting at the bottom of the software as the numbers all come together. We're, we're like manufacturing the mortgage in reverse sure. to get to where we wanted. Okay, it's bottom line number. Parents walk away with $300,000. They actually they don't have a, any mortgages on the property. So okay, that so that makes it easy, right? Okay, great. Okay, you're going to uh, pay for the things that we described, right? Owner's policy, transfer tax, no proration, a schnibble of closing costs. And so what we ended up, the the way that the math kind of piles all together, we're going to lend him $303,000. Oh, okay. So that he, his parents get what they want in the proceeds. three hundred grand. Right. And let's just say the extra $3,000 that we're lending him pays for the other things that he has volunteered to pay for sure. as well as part of the transaction. That's totally in reverse of... You know what you would normally have is I'm buying the house from the stranger for four hundred, and I'm going to bring one hundred three to to the closing table. So that was kind of fun to, to yeah, kind of kind fun. of pile it up the other way. How did we get this customer? Did they hear about us on the radio? The is dad it... is an avid six twenty WTMJ listener and said you got to call my guys over at Acunet Mortgage. Well, I kid you, you not. Go. So that's perfect. Can't make that kind of stuff up. No. All right, so. You know, there are certain kind of special transactions out there. We just rattled off one of them, Hey, a family transaction, which can sometimes be even more complicated as I'm thinking of some other ones, you know, where there are deceased parents and then you got some siblings buying from other siblings. Oh. We've, we've done that. Um, then, then you've got the for sale by owner, which still happens. Um, yeah. And and then also divorces. You know, that's an, that's another thing that actually ticks up. Did you know that, David? In January, that's like the leading month for divorce really? filings. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's a new year, actually. and I'm going to get me a new spouse. New year, new me, not you. Yeah. That's right. So so that's another specialty item that maybe we can talk about in a show coming up here in January um, to help people navigate with that uh, special circumstance. Whatever you happen to be thinking of, whether you're a move-up buyer or or a first-time home buyer, boy, we've been advertising, David. We've got a very excellent first-time home buyer program uh, for people that make one hundred twenty-seven thousand dollars or less for a family of three. We've been advertising that this last week on the radio, um, 
we would love to help you because we love what we do and um, get you that rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval. Plus, we'll meet with your realtor on a go-to meeting and figure out just exactly the best way to present your offer to that seller. That's all we have time for now. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. All right, we're back, and you're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show. Of course, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is one eight. I got to go back up there and find the number. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Old National Bank, get old. All right, David, uh, where do we end the week? After our very friendly jobs oh. and other economic data report it, when it comes it, to the old 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. Yeah, it warms my heart that I get to say 5.875% on a 30-year fixed. If you're buying, let's say, a $300,000 house with 25% down, so that's a loan amount of two twenty-five. dollars APR is 5.98 because you would pay 1% of the loan amount in points, so $2,250 in points to buy down the rate to get down to 5875 and what every loan consultant at Acunet then does is they pull up something to compare it to. How's about less cost, 5.99%, which is just a half point, and that brings your cost down by $1,100. The APR is 6.05, and what we do all the time, the payment difference is $16.58. And so you Between just, what? Well, between 5.875 and 5.99. It's what am I, what am I paying and what am I getting? And well, so, David, how? Which one should I pick? I should pick the lower rate, right, Dave? Well, I it, it all depends. In in this example, you're basically digging you're digging yourself a eleven hundred dollar hole that you're only filling once a month with sixteen dollar sized Legos. That takes you five and a half years, and then and only then. What's five and a half years from now? That's July fourth yeah. of twenty twenty eight. Th- then and only then could you call up Brian or David Wickard and say, guys, it's Thank you. your past customer. I am finally now saving. Happy 4th of July 2028. I am now saving $16 a month. Yeah, I'm ahead. All right, so so if a person believed, as we do, and as even the nice folks at Fannie Mae and all the other forecasters and mortgage rates feel that rates are going to come down, Probably in 2023 further, for sure in 2024, uh, you'd probably want to go with the lower closing cost deal. Is that right? Well, and this is, as I talk to home buyers, it's my version of that is I, I wish I could offer you 499 right now, 4.99%, but I can't. Do I think, do prognosticators believe sometime, is it six months, 12 months, 24 months that we will return? To something like that, yes. So, but give me a head start, like you're describing. Don't invest, over-invest, maybe in getting a lower rate now. If the world just might arrive with a lower rate sometime in the future. All right. And what if I wanted to really pay lower closing costs? What would that rate and payment look like, and and how long before that break-even moment? Well, and so 
you could dial it up to 6.375%, which is That hideous. sounds hideous. It's, it's ugly compared to 5.99. So that's the Walmart rule, right? Uh, mm-hmm. 99 cents, so much more attractive. So that's 56 more dollars per month. Compared but, to? Compared to 5.99%. Okay. But that's with, that's with no loan costs. And so you are get, so that's a three-year head start. That so you're your friends better off, Agnet, yeah, could better off with the six three seven five. Okay, exactly. for three but, years, right? It's going to be hard for people to take a six point three seven five rate. Well, when, yeah. but that's why we give people choices, right? Right, you can do whatever you want. Um, and and what are you seeing? Because you've been writing a lot of both pre-approvals lately, and also actual David. You've had people get offers accepted, like quite a few in the past two weeks. Well, you want to talk? Say a word about that. Uh, you know, I think my as I have spoken with pre-approved buyers, one of my themes that we've talked about on the show is a great time to get out there is when everyone else is sitting on the sidelines, and so that was particularly true in December. People, you know, strapped it on in the middle of the month because they weren't in their Christmas coma uh, to buy a house that's going to close sometime here in January. So when it's because the opposite is true. If things get better, if rates continue to come back in our favor, homes get listed, it's going to get more competitive. It's not going to be what it was, let's say, spring of 2022. But getting out there when it's ugly uh, or or because if your home there's is snow on the ground, sale, or it's cold. Yeah, yeah. If your home is listed for sale when there's snow on the ground, you are pretty serious. So, well, and the stories that I want to hear uh, after this next break are your two friends down in Florida thinking about their next place as well with the eternal sunshine. So let's, I want to hear about that when we come back. Uh, you're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Hey, remember, if you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616. Let me do that again. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. All right. So um, here's two things. I just happened to be Googling around on our break to try to find out what were home sales in 2008 when we had the big subprime financial crisis. And I came across uh, this little article from Lawrence Yoon, who's the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, and he quotes a survey by LendingTree that states 41% of Americans say they now fear a housing crash in the next year. Well, David and I are here to tell you we don't think that's going to happen, and that's because there are not enough homes listed for sale. In fact, because of the paucity uh, shortage of home listing. You like that five dollar word, David? Yeah. Paucity. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like it. P a u s c. No, I'm sorry. P a u c i t y. Fannie Mae. Our friends over at Fannie Mae observed the following, and this is a mix of history and predictions. Uh, Six point one million existing homes were sold in 2021. That dropped by about a million, they estimate, to just five million in 2022. So what is that? Now they're predicting for 2023, we're only going to have 4 million existing home sales. So another million 
uh, number of sales decrease. And yeah. it's not because there aren't people who want to buy, as you're going to describe for us, David. You got your uh, hand up over there. To- total anecdote. I talked to two. Uh, it's not just about the supply, which is not uh, not enough. The demand is still there. I talked to two young people who were born in the year, wait for it, 2002, who <laughs> wanted to get pre-approved to go buy a house. So there's a whole other generation that's still coming down the pike, too, who also wants to get into the home buying game, which is going to keep demand up, like you're pointing out, and and, uh, and offsetting the supply that's just not there. The other thing that's true, if I look at Fannie Mae's uh, forecast, is there are not enough new homes being built in America. Yeah, uh, You know, we need something like a million and a half, because we have a housing shortage in general right now. Um, so this, and, and the reason why people obviously aren't willing to list their homes for sale is because they're... They've got 2.75 on a 30-year fixed or three and a quarter or three and a half, yep. and they are reluctant to trade that in. Wait, unless you're a guy like my friend and client who I talked to this week who owns a place on Sanibel Island that got really – his house luckily did not get damaged. It's a it's – a, a, attached single-family home. In other words, it's kind of like a duplex side-by-side, but each person owns their own unit, and it's up on stilts like you see in a lot of um, golf-side, water-side properties. So he did lose a car and lost everything that was on that ground floor level, but the rest of his house was largely unscathed. And yet he's called me up to say, you know, we think we might want to sell that place. And did I mention he has a 2.75 30-year fixed rate? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, the rate's probably going to be, uh, you know, by the time you find a place, maybe 5.75, because we're looking at loaning him the Fannie Mae maximum, yeah. uh, which is 726200 and And he's like, he says, that's not bad. <laughs> I'm like, awesome. Why, well, but, why, but why is that? Because you described a numerical reason. What's the real life reason? See, I think if you have enough, the real uh, life reason was he wants to have their, he and his wife want to have their own pool, right? Because the place where they have now, they got to kind of walk a little ways. They're part of a planned unit development. And it's like, you know, and and then plus, you know this, you've lived in apartments. You know, you can still kind of hear the people next door. So it's not quite the same uh, when you're, even when you're in a two unit property as, when you're living in your own house, right? right? So it's kind of just like that desire to, you know, we think we'd prefer a single family home and one that has a pool. And, and so there are these, there's a certain segment of borrower where the monthly payment um, doesn't matter because they're well to do. And I'm going to, you know, put this person in that category. There's another group of people who have a motivation that outstrips money. And right. and we'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Right now, it's time to turn it over to the 24-hour newsroom and our good friend, Eric Bilstadt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, welcome back. We're talking about the year past and the year ahead. Uh, remember, if you've got a, call, uh, a question or a comment, you can reach us on the Old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. I had a home equity line of credit with those guys once, and it was good. So, nice. anyway, um, 
let's talk, David, about um, some of the people that you're interacting with who want to buy homes. Because our, our, I think our theme here is that, hey, if, if you're a buyer and you're out there thinking, you know what, I'm going to wait for home prices to come down, uh, you know, because I think that's going to happen. Well, what, what we're seeing on the front lines of Acunet and also reading uh, from experts that, you know, have armies of economists is that we have a continuing uh, supply problem. And I think that's particularly acute in southeastern Wisconsin because we don't have any big national builders, you know, that are putting up a hundred right. homes at a time, uh, like they do in many other parts of the country. And so, you know, the, the new homes that are being constructed in southeastern Wisconsin are either condominiums, which tend to be higher end, uh, or custom homes. You know, we got nobody building a $250,000 home you know, or a $200,000 home in southeastern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So, um, David, what, what story do you want to share about some of your uh, buyers so, that you've dealt with the last couple of yeah, weeks? Yeah, so one version uh, as, because people still want to buy. So what's interesting about you describing the inventory is home buyers are still going to problem solve getting to the same place. And so one, I've got a handful of clients who are purchasing from family. Uh-huh. Uh, which, you know, is inventory that's not publicly available. So, but is, you know, if, if mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle has a property that they can or would sell. And I, I had a call this week with a son uh, buying the home of his parents and a couple other moving parts. So the big one, the headline on this is that the parents were going to be providing a gift of equity. What does that mean? So, well, so whereas many times we talk about gift, you know, that's cash. Like a cash. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, Brian and Becky give David a cash gift. Here's $10,000 to help with your down payment because you're buying from what is essentially a stranger, right? Uh, the seller is right, an right. independent third party. So that's a cash gift. Gift of and, equity, and let me, can I bump yeah, in here and say, ahead. and a lot of time family members think that they want to reduce the price. They think, you know what? I'm going to give my son a great deal on this home. It's really worth 250000 but I'm going to sell it to him for two hundred. What's was the, the problem ex- with that? Well, so and that was the exact... Um, I've, I first spoke with the son, and then it was son, dad, and me, David, on the phone, because that's exactly... We did not share notes about this before we did today's uh, show. But that's exactly what the dad wanted to do. So let's say... You know, he wanted his son to have a mortgage for $300,000. And, of course, why would you know? If you're a plumber for your day job, yeah. like you said, yeah, I'm going to sell it to him for three hundred because I only want him to have a $300,000 mortgage. But what mortgage lenders are bound to is then you have to make a down payment on the lesser of either the purchase price or the appraised value. Well, So what do they think? What do they think the real market value of this they property think is, dude? That they they think the house is worth up to four hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> Perfect. Well, but but so and and we talked this through. It was if you have a contract for three hundred, but it appraises for four hundred, you must begin your down payment on the lesser of those two numbers, which is three hundred. Right. In which case, then you're going to have. Uh, private mortgage, mortgage private insurance. Mortgage insurance. Yeah. Uh, the rate's going to be, in this case, the rate wasn't going to move a whole lot. Uh, How much cash does this son want to bring to the table, if any? 
so funny enough, uh, and and this is part of the story. He wanted to bring the nine hundred dollars in loan costs. That <laughs> okay, for, for, yeah, tr- a true story. The nine hundred dollars in loan costs, um, t- because as we talked earlier in the show, as he and I were the reviewing numbers. We chose, you know, I showed him, hey, here's the trophy rate uh, in column one, paying points, getting the lowest rate you can. But he chose an option where Acunet was providing a $400 lender credit okay, uh, to reduce his costs. So that's, he wanted to bring that money. And I said, sounds good. You know, it, he could have, when you're doing gift of equity or cash gift even from a relative, you can truly bring $0 to the closing table as the buyer. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we lined it up uh, where he's going to bring be bringing nine hundred dollars. I want to I want to keep telling this story because when you're buying from family, there are moving parts, there are additional steps uh, that when you're just buying from a stranger who's a seller, they take care of, and you really don't think about as a buyer. If the they're a buying, sell, if they're a stranger that has a real estate agent, so this true. would be true for any for sale by owner, but especially when there's a family member involved, there are other parts that they're just blind to and let's have you tell that part of the story uh when we come back you're listening to the academic mortgage and realty show on am 620 wtmj important home buying questions and answers you can count on this is the acunet mortgage and realty show with brian wickert on wtmj and also the taller, younger, more handsome uh, David Wickert here, who's in the middle of telling us a story about a family transaction where mom and dad are selling to a son. And, and you know, that kind of a hmm, non-marketplace competitive transaction, you know, then you don't have to worry about competing offers, right? Because mom and dad right. aren't going to sell it to a stranger. They want to sell it to their son or daughter or grandchild or whatever it is, and they want to give them a good deal. Now, just in terms of reinforcing our theme of, yeah, you know what, rates are coming down, and uh, if you're thinking that there are going to be, uh, there's going to be less competition and that home prices are going to come down in southeastern Wisconsin in particular. Now, maybe they're going to come down in Idaho. I have read that they are coming down in California, but in our neck of the woods where we don't have anybody building a lot of new construction in an affordable price range, the fact that people are unwilling to list their homes is going to keep the supply tight in 2023. In fact, I just said in the previous segment that Fannie Mae believes there will will have only 4 million uh, existing home sales throughout the entire country in 2023. That's down from 5 million in 2022 and 6 million in 2021. So that's a big drop, folks. Mm-hmm. And it's not because there aren't buyers. It's because there aren't enough willing sellers. I just did a little research on that last break. I have to go back to 2009, 2009, when the unemployment rate was 10%. Ouch to get an existing national home sales figure of 4.34 million. So the smart economists at Fannie and Freddie are saying it is going to be a super tight inventory year. All right, well, the good news is we can help at Accident Mortgage. We still think we're the smartest people at the dance in terms of helping any home buyer put themselves in the best position uh, to win an offer. Luckily, well, right now, you know, you're finding, David, people aren't in competitive situations, but that's probably going to change. All right, now, with that whole big preamble, back over to you, David. Well, what I was going to say was, because you're right, uh, it's not about, com- or 
Competition, even if you're not in competition, when you're buying maybe from family, as we were talking about, Mm -hmm. you still... My fear anytime someone's buying from family is that they call their bank with a big skyscraper downtown and like the loan officer has never heard of gift of equity or isn't considerate of the other things that a seller needs to take care of in a normal, like you said, marketable transaction. So so we were talking before the break how you coached these people, no, 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 don't sell it for 300000 and then yeah. try to have your son get a $300,000 mortgage because that's like 0% down. You're going right. to pay private mortgage insurance. You're not going to get as good a pricing. So where did you end up helping these people decide to set the sales price? So they set the sales price at 400 But, David, weren't they concerned about paying gift tax on that $100,000 gift of equity? I am not a licensed uh, tax practitioner. Cousin Paul S. Wickard is. But uh, as we read the IRS code, uh, each American has, is it 12 million here in 2020? 12 point something million. 12 point something million that each person, if you're a married couple, can give away in their lifetime. And if you have the pleasure of giving away $24 million in your lifetime, I say congratulations. God bless Uh, you. God bless you. So for this transaction, the hot answer is no. There's no gift tax. All you got to do if you go over the annual limit, which I think is 17000 now in 2023, the gift limit for you can give anybody you want $17,000 and you don't have to report anything to the IRS. So a mom and dad could give $34,000 $34,000 to their son, not report anything. They just have to fill out a form or have their tax person fill out an additional form to say, hey, we gave $66,000 more than the annual gift limit. Please keep that, keep track of that against our $12 million lifetime exemption. Yeah. So no gift problem there. Um, and by doing this, so now they're putting down uh, 25%. They're going to get better pricing. Exactly. Well, and so then this was actually kind of really fun as a, as a mortgage nerd. To get into a, because this is more complex when you're dealing basically with both sides, you know, son buying, parents selling. Because what the parents, what they really wanted was they wanted to push away from the closing table with the $300,000 in proceeds. Aha. So it was sell for $400, $100,000 gift, push away from the closing table with $300,000. But there's some other costs that we need to, you know, walk through figure out how to get them that $300,000. Let's tackle some of those numbers when we come back from this last break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Along with uh, David Wickard, and uh, boy, that is some hot get-back music. I like that. You're going to have to tell us what that is, Isaac. Um, So uh, don't forget, you can uh, call or text us with your comment or question on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. So, David, you're telling a story about a family transaction, which... Let's call Academic Mortgage your headquarters for family, real estate, and mortgage transaction because we know what we're doing. We've done it. Yeah. Other other things that this applies to, though, are also um, for sale by owner transactions because we're equipped with uh, both an affiliated title insurance company and then also we're friends with some uh, low-cost, highly competent, 
competent uh, local attorneys that can help with the drafting of the offer to purchase for really minimal dollars, which is what you need. So what are some of the things that are going to get taken care of? I just mentioned actually writing the offer to purchase. Yeah, well, and so the seller needs to take care of a title policy as the current owner. So what? as I was on the phone with son and dad, normally seller, dad, pays for an owner's policy. It's but, pre-printed that way in the exactly. Wisconsin offer to purchase. But but because Sun is getting this gigundous gift of equity, Sun is going to pay for this seller's title Typical. insurance policy. Yeah. Typical. What about tax prorations, David? Usually the seller gives the buyer exactly. some money because they own the property for a certain number of days or months in that year. E- exactly. And so in this case, because they're closing here in January, it's a schnibble. And the Sun said, Dad, don't worry about it. Because the reason why the proration exists is because when Sun goes to pay the tax bill December of 2023, he has to pay the whole bill uh-huh. at that time. But he said, you know what? Don't worry about the first month. I'll cover the whole thing. No proration needed. So there you nice. go. One, one thing, two thing. Third thing, transfer tax. Ah. The state of Wisconsin says, hello, we're the state of Wisconsin. We'd like some revenue, please. There is a tax upon the transfer of real estate from one party to the other and normally paid for by the seller but again in this case son says dad i'll pay for the transfer tax to the state of wisconsin those three things somebody also has to kind of like prepare the closing statement for the seller and do things like hey if there's a mortgage or a mortgage and a home equity line of credit Somebody's got to order the payoff statements and calculate the right amount uh, to pay those people so that it's all cleaned up. they got to send a letter to the municipality to get a special assessment letter that confirms whether there is or is not any special is or are not any special assessments outstanding against the property. So all kinds of details, and we can hook you up with all that stuff. Well, so this was a perfect uh, screen-sharing task exercise because... I'm literally, because again, begin with the end in mind. What the parents really wanted in our numbers here, they wanted to push away from the table with the 300000 in proceeds. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing go-to meeting with my borrower. We are literally, we're not starting at the top of the software. We're starting at the bottom of the software as the numbers all come together. We're, we're like manufacturing the mortgage in reverse sure. to get to where we wanted. Okay, it's bottom line number. Parents walk away with three hundred thousand dollars. They actually they don't have a any mortgages on the property. So okay, that so that makes it easy, right? Okay, great. Okay, you're gonna uh, pay for the things that we described, right? Owner's policy, transfer tax, no proration, a schnibble of closing costs. And so what we ended up the the way that the math kind of piles all together, we're gonna lend him. $303,000. Oh, okay. So that he, his parents get what they want in the proceeds. Net 300 grand. Right. And let's just say the extra $3,000 that we're lending him pays for the other things that he has volunteered to pay for sure. as well as part of the transaction. That's totally in reverse of, you know, what you would normally have is I'm buying the house from the stranger for 400 and I'm going to bring this 103 yeah. Yeah. to to the closing table. So that was kind of fun to, to yeah, kind, of, kind fun. of pile it up the other way. How did we get this customer? Did they hear about us on the radio? The dad it... is an avid 620 WTMJ listener and said, you got to call my guys over at Acunet Mortgage. Well, I kid you, you not. Go. So That's perfect. 
can't make that kind of stuff up. No. All right, so, you know, there are certain kind of special transactions out there. We just rattle off one of them, a, a family transaction, which can sometimes be even more complicated as I'm thinking of some other ones, you know, where there are deceased parents and then you got some siblings buying from other siblings. Oh. We've, we've done that. Um, then, then you've got the for sale by owner, which still happens. Um, and, and then also divorces. You know, that's, a, that's another thing that actually ticks up. Did you know that, David? In January, that's like the leading month for divorce really? filings. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's a new that, year actually. and I'm going to get me a new spouse. New year, new me, not you. Yeah. That's right. So, so that's another specialty item that maybe we can talk about in a show coming up here in January. Um, to help people navigate with that uh, special circumstance. Whatever you happen to be thinking of, whether you're a move-up buyer or or a first-time home buyer, boy, we've been advertising, David. We've got a very excellent first-time home buyer program uh, for people that make $127,000 or less for a family of three. We've been advertising that this last week on the radio. Um, we would love to help you because we love what we do and uh, get you that rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval. Plus, we'll meet with your realtor on a go-to meeting and figure out just exactly the best way to present your offer to that seller. That's all we have time for now. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Getting you into the home of your dreams. Here's more of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Weckert on WTMJ. Hey, remember, if you've got a question or a comment, you can call or text us on the old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616. Let me do that again. 855-616-1620. Old National Bank. Get old. All right. So um, here's two things. I just happened to be Googling around on our break to try to find out what were home sales in 2008 when we had the big subprime financial crisis. And I came across uh, this little article from Lawrence Yoon, who's the chief economist at the National Association of Realtors, and he quotes a survey by LendingTree that states 41% of Americans say they now fear a housing crash in the next year. Well, David and I are here to tell you we don't think that's going to happen, and that's because there are not enough homes listed for sale. In fact, because of the paucity uh, shortage of home listings. You like that $5 word, David? Yeah. Paucity? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like it. P-A-U-S-C. No, I'm sorry. P-A-U-C-I-T-Y. Um, Fannie Mae, our friends over at Fannie Mae, observed the following, and this is a mix of history and predictions. Uh, 6.1 million existing homes were sold in 2021. That dropped by about a million, they estimate, to just 5 million in 2022. So what is that? now they're predicting for 2023, we're only going to have 4 million existing home sales. So another million uh, number of sales decrease. And yeah. it's not because there aren't people who want to buy, as you're going to describe for us, David. You got uh, your hand uh, up over there. To total anecdote. I talked to two. Uh, it's not just about the supply, which is not uh, not enough. The demand is still there. 
I talked to two young people who were born in the year, wait for it, 2002, who <laughs> wanted to get pre-approved to go buy a house. So there's a whole other generation that's still coming down the pike, too, who also wants to get into the home buying game, which is going to keep demand up, like you're pointing out, and uh, and offsetting the supply that's just not there. The other thing that's true, if I look at Fannie Mae's uh, forecast, is there are not enough new homes being built in America. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, we need something like a million and a half because we have a housing shortage in general right now. Um, so this, and, and the reason why people obviously aren't willing to list their homes for sale is because they're they've got two point seven five on a thirty year fixed or three and a quarter or three and a half, yep. and they are reluctant to trade that in. Wait. Unless you're a guy like my friend and client who I talked to this week who owns a place on Sanibel Island that got really, his house luckily did not get damaged. It's a, it's a, a attached single family home. In other words, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a duplex side by side, but each person owns their own unit and it's up on stilts like you see in a lot of, um, golf side, water side properties. So he did lose a car and lost everything that was on that ground floor level. But the rest of his house was largely unscathed. And yet, he's called me up to say, you know, we think we might want to, might want to sell that place. And did I mention he has a 2.75 30-year fixed rate? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, the rate's probably going to be, uh, you know, by the time you find a place, maybe 5.75, because we're looking at loaning him the Fannie Mae maximum, yeah. uh, which is 726200 and and he's like he says that's not bad i'm like awesome why, my well, but, why is, but why is that because you described a numerical reason what's the real life reason see i think if you have enough disp- oh, the real uh, life reason was the he wants to have their he and his wife want to have their own pool Right, because the place where they have now, they got to kind of walk a little ways. They're part of a planned unit development, and it's like you know. And and then plus, you know this. You've lived in apartments. You know you can still kind of hear the people next door. Yeah. So it's not quite the same uh, when you're even when you're in a two unit property as when you're living in your own house. Right. So right. it's kind of just like that desire to you know we think we'd prefer a single family home and one that has a pool. And so there are these, there's a certain segment of borrower where the monthly payment um, doesn't matter because they're well-to-do. And I'm going to, you know, put this person in that category. There's another group of people who have a motivation that outstrips money. And, right. and we'll talk about that a little bit more when we come back. Right now, it's time to turn it over to the 24-hour newsroom and our good friend, Eric Bilstadt. Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. All right, welcome back. We're talking about the year past and the year ahead. Uh, remember, if you've got a, ca- uh, a question or a comment, you can reach us on the Old National Bank talk and text line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. I had a home equity line of credit with those guys once, and it was good. So, nice. anyway. Um, Let's talk, David, about um, some of the people that you're interacting with who want to buy homes. Because our, our, I think our theme here is that, hey, if, if you're a buyer and you're out there thinking, you know what, I'm going to wait for home prices to come down, 
you know, because I think that's going to happen. Well, what what we're seeing on the front lines of Akinet and also reading uh, from experts that, you know, have armies of economists is that we have a continuing uh, supply problem. And I think that's particularly acute in southeastern Wisconsin because we don't have any big national builders, you know, that are putting up a 100 right. homes at a time uh, like they do in many other parts of the country. And so, you know, the, the new homes that are being constructed in southeastern Wisconsin are either condominiums, which tend to be higher end, uh, or custom homes. You know, we got nobody building a $250,000 home, you know, or a $200,000 home in southeastern Wisconsin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, David, what, what story do you want to share about some of your uh, buyers so, that you've dealt with the last couple of yeah, weeks? Yeah, so one version uh, as because people still want to buy. So what's interesting about you describing the inventory is home buyers are still going to problem solve getting to the same place. And so one, I've got a handful of clients who are purchasing from family, uh-huh. uh, which, you know, is inventory that's not publicly available. So, but is, you know, if, if mom, dad, grandma, grandpa, aunt, uncle has a property that they can or would sell. And I, I had a call this week with a son uh, buying the home of his parents, and a couple other moving parts. So the big one, the headline on this is that the parents were going to be providing a gift of equity. What does that mean? So, well, so whereas many times we talk about gift, you know, that's cash. Like a cash. Yeah. Right, exactly. Uh, Brian and Becky give David a cash gift. Here's $10,000 to help with your down payment because you're buying from what is essentially a stranger, right? Uh, the seller right, is an right. independent third party. So that's a cash gift. Gift of and, and let me can I bump yeah, in here and say, ahead. and a lot of time family members think that they want to reduce the price. They think, you know what? I'm going to give my son a great deal on this home. It's really worth two hundred and fifty thousand, but I'm going to sell it to him for two hundred. Yeah, that's the, the problem ex- with that. Well, so and that was the exact. Um, I first spoke with the son, and then it was son, dad, and me, David, on the phone, because that's exactly, we did not share notes about this before today's uh, show, but that's exactly what the dad wanted to do. So let's say, you know, he wanted his son to have a mortgage for $300,000, and of course, why would you know? If you're a plumber for your day job, yeah. like you said, yeah, I'm going to sell it to him for three hundred because I only want him to have a $300,000 mortgage, but... What mortgage lenders are bound to is then you have to make a down payment on the lesser of either the purchase price or the appraised value. Well, so what do they think? What do they think the real market value of this property is, dude? That they they think the house is worth up to four hundred thousand dollars. Perfect. Well, but but so and and we talked this through. It was if you have a contract for 300 but it appraises for 400 you must begin your down payment on the lesser of those two numbers which is That's 300 right. in which case then you're going to have uh, private mortgage, mortgage private insurance mortgage insurance yeah. uh, the rate's going to be in this case the rate wasn't going to move a whole lot how uh, much cash does this son want to bring to the table if any so funny enough, uh, and and this is part of the story. He wanted to bring the nine hundred dollars in loan costs. That <laughs> okay, for, yeah, tr- a true story. The nine hundred dollars in loan costs, um, t- because 
as we talked earlier in the show, as he and I were the reviewing numbers, we chose, you know, I showed him, hey, here's the trophy rate uh, in column one, paying points, getting the lowest rate you can. But he chose an option where Acunet was providing a $400 lender credit okay, uh, to reduce his cost. So that's he wanted to bring that money. Uh, and I said, sounds good. You know, it, he could have, when you're doing gift of equity or cash gift even from a relative, you can truly bring $0 to the closing table as the buyer. Mm-hmm. But in this case, we lined it up uh, where he's going to bring be bringing nine hundred dollars. I want to. I want to keep telling the story because when you're buying from family, there are moving parts. There are additional steps uh, that when you're just buying from a stranger who's a seller, they take care of, and you really don't think about as a buyer. If they're a buying, sell, if they're a stranger that has a real estate agent, so this would be true for any for sale by owner, but especially when there's a family member involved, there are other parts that they're just blind to. And let's have you tell that part of the story. Uh, when we come back, you're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on AM 620 WTMJ. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And also the taller, younger, more handsome uh, David Wickert here, who's in the middle of telling us a story about a family transaction where mom and dad are selling to a son. And, and you know, that kind of a hmm, non-marketplace competitive transaction, you know, then you don't have to worry about competing offers, right? Because mom and dad right. aren't going to sell it to a stranger. They want to sell it to their son or daughter or grandchild or whatever it is, and they want to give them a good deal. Now, just in terms of reinforcing our theme of, yeah, you know what, rates are coming down. And uh, if you're thinking that, there are going to be uh, there's going to be less competition, and that home prices are going to come down in southeastern Wisconsin in particular. Now, maybe they're going to come down in Idaho. I have read that they are coming down in California, but in our neck of the woods, where we don't have anybody building a lot of new construction in an affordable price range, the fact that people are unwilling to list their homes is going to keep the supply tight in 2023. In fact, I just said in the previous segment that Fannie Mae believes there will will have only 4 million uh, existing home sales throughout the entire country in 2023. That's down from 5 million in 2022 and 6 million in 2021. So that's a big drop, folks. Mm -hmm. And it's not because there aren't buyers. It's because there aren't enough willing sellers. I just did a little research on that last break. I have to go back to 2009, 2009, when the unemployment rate was 10%. Ouch. To get an existing national home sales figure of 4.34 million. So the smart economists at Fannie and Freddie are saying it is going to be a super tight inventory year. All right. Well, the good news is we can help at Accident Mortgage. We still think we're the smartest people at the dance in terms of helping any home buyer put themselves in the best position uh, to win an offer. Luckily, well, right now, you know, you're finding, David, people aren't in competitive situations, but that's probably going to change. All right, now, with that whole big preamble, back over to you, David. Well, what I was going to say was, because you're right, uh, it's not about com- or competition. Even if you're not in competition, when you're buying maybe from family, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. you still... 
My fear anytime someone's buying from family is that they call their bank with a big skyscraper downtown and like the loan officer has never heard of gift of equity or isn't considerate of the other things that a seller needs to take care of in a normal, like you said, marketable transaction. So so we were talking before the break how you coached these people, no, 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 don't sell it for 300000 and then yeah. try to have your son get a $300,000 mortgage because that's like 0% down. You're going to pay right. private mortgage insurance. You're not going to get as good a pricing. So where did you end up helping these people decide to set the sales price? So they set the sales price at 400 But David, they- weren't they concerned about paying gift tax on that $100,000 gift of equity? I am not a licensed uh, tax practitioner. Cousin Paul S. Wickard is. But uh, as we read the IRS code, uh, each American has, is it 12 million here in 2020? 12 point something million. 12 point something million that each person, if you're a married couple, can give away in their lifetime. And if you have the pleasure of giving away $24 million in your lifetime, I say congratulations. God bless uh, you. And God bless you. So for this transaction, the hot answer is no. There's no gift right. tax. All you got to do if you go over the annual limit, which I think is 17000 now in 2023, yeah. the gift limit for you can give anybody you want $17,000 and you don't have to report anything to the IRS. So a mom and dad could give $34,000 to their son, not report anything. They just have to fill out a form or have their tax person fill out an additional form to say, hey, we gave $66,000 more than the annual gift limit. Please keep that, keep track of that against our $12 million lifetime exemption. Yeah. So no gift problem there. Um, and by doing this, so now they're putting down uh, 25%. They're going to get better pricing. Exactly. Well, and so then this was actually kind of really fun as a, as a mortgage nerd. To yeah. get into a, because this is more complex when you're dealing basically with both sides, you know, son buying, parents selling. Because what the parents, what they really wanted was they wanted to push away from the closing table with the $300,000 in proceeds. Aha. So it was sell for $400, $100,000 gift, push away from the closing table with 300000 bucks. But there's some other costs that we need to, you know, walk through figure out how to get them that $300,000. Let's tackle some of those numbers when we come back from this last break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Along with uh, David Wickard, and uh, boy, that is some hot get-back music. I like that. You're going to have to tell us what that is, Isaac. Um, so uh, don't forget, you can uh, call or text us with your comment or question on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620, Old National Bank, get old. So, David, you're telling a story about a family transaction, which let's call Acunet Mortgage your headquarters for family, real estate, and mortgage transaction, because we know what we're doing. Well, we've we're done yeah. Other other things that this applies to, though, are also um, for sale by owner transactions yeah. because we're equipped with uh, both an affiliated title insurance company and then also we're friends with some uh, low-cost, highly competent, 
competent uh, local attorneys that can help with the drafting of the offer to purchase for really minimal dollars, which is what you need. So what are some of the things that are going to get taken care of? I just mentioned actually writing the offer to purchase. Yeah, well, and so the seller needs to take care of a title policy as the current owner. So what? as I was on the phone with son and dad, normally seller, dad, pays for an owner's policy. It's but, pre-printed that way in the exactly. Wisconsin offer to purchase. But but because Son is getting this gigundous gift of equity, Son is going to pay for this seller's title typical. insurance policy. Yeah. Typical. What about tax prorations, David? Usually the seller gives the buyer exactly. some money because they owned the property for a certain number of days or months in that year. Exactly. And so in this case, because they're closing here in January, it's a schnibble, and the son said, Dad, don't worry about it. Because the reason why the proration exists is because when Son goes to pay the tax bill December of 2023, he has to pay the whole bill uh-huh. at that time. But he said, you know what? Don't worry about the first month. I'll cover the whole thing. No proration needed. So there you nice. go. One one thing, two thing. Third thing, transfer tax. Ah. The state of Wisconsin says, hello, we're the state of Wisconsin. We'd like some revenue, please. There is a tax upon the transfer of real estate from one party to the other and normally paid for by the seller but again in this case son says dad i'll pay for the transfer tax to the state of wisconsin those three things somebody also has to kind of like prepare the closing statement for the seller and do things like hey if there's a mortgage or a mortgage and a home equity line of credit Somebody's got to order the payoff statements and calculate the right amount uh, to pay those people so that it's all cleaned up. they got to send a letter to the municipality to get a special assessment letter that confirms whether there is or is not any special is or are not any special assessments outstanding against the property. So all kinds of details, and we can hook you up with all that stuff. Well, so this was a perfect uh, screen-sharing task exercise because... I'm literally, because again, begin with the end in mind. What the parents really wanted in our numbers here, they wanted to push away from the table with the 300000 in proceeds. Uh-huh. So I'm, I'm, I'm doing go-to meeting with my borrower. We are literally, we're not starting at the top of the software. We're starting at the bottom of the software as the numbers all come together. We're, we're like manufacturing the mortgage in reverse sure. to get to where we wanted. Okay, it's bottom line number. Parents walk away with $300,000. They actually they don't have a, any mortgages on the property. So okay, that so that makes it easy, right? Okay, great. Okay, you're going to uh, pay for the things that we described, right? Owner's policy, transfer tax, no proration, a schnibble of closing costs. And so what we ended up, the, the way that the math kind of piles all together, we're going to lend him... $303,000. Oh, okay. So that his parents get what they want in the proceeds. Net 300 grand. Right. And let's just say the extra $3,000 that we're lending him pays for the other things that he has volunteered to pay for sure. as well as part of the transaction. That's totally in reverse of, you know, what you would normally have is I'm buying the house from the stranger for 400 and I'm going to bring this 103 yeah. yep. to to the closing table. So that was kind of fun to, to yeah, kind, of, kind fun. of pile it up the other way. How did we get this customer? Did they hear about us on the radio? The is dad it... is an avid 620 WTMJ listener and said, you got to call my guys over at AccuNet Mortgage. Well, I kid you not. You so That's perfect. 
can't make that kind of stuff up. No. All right, so, you know, there are certain kind of special transactions out there. We just rattled off one of them, a, a family transaction, which can sometimes be even more complicated as I'm thinking of some other ones, you know, where there are deceased parents and then you got some siblings buying from other siblings. Oh. We've, we've done that. Um, then, then you've got the for sale by owner, which still happens. Um, and, and then also divorces. You know, that's, an, that's another thing that actually ticks up. Did you know that David in January, that's like the leading month for divorce really? filings. Okay. Yeah. Hey, it's a new year actually. and I'm going to get me a new spouse. New year, new me, not you. Yeah. That's right. So, so that's another specialty item that maybe we can talk about in a show coming up here in January. Um, to help people navigate with that uh, special circumstance. Whatever you happen to be thinking of, whether you're a move-up buyer or or a first-time home buyer, boy, we've been advertising, David. We've got a very excellent first-time home buyer program uh, for people that make $127,000 or less for a family of three. We've been advertising that this last week on the radio. Um, we would love to help you because we love what we do and uh, get you that rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval. Plus, we'll meet with your realtor on a go-to meeting and figure out just exactly the best way to present your offer to that seller. That's all we have time for now. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands. Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. And also the taller, younger, more handsome uh, David Wickert here, who's in the middle of telling us a story about a family transaction where mom and dad are selling to a son. And, and you know, that kind of a hmm, non-marketplace competitive transaction you know, then you don't have to worry about competing offers, right? Because mom and dad right. aren't going to sell it to a stranger. They want to sell it to their son or daughter or grandchild or whatever it is, and they want to give them a good deal. Now, just in terms of reinforcing our theme of, yeah, you know what? Rates are coming down, and uh, if you're thinking that there are going to be uh, there's going to be less competition and that home prices are going to come down in southeastern Wisconsin in particular. Now maybe they're going to come down in Idaho. I have read that they are coming down in California, but in our neck of the woods where we don't have anybody building a lot of new construction in an affordable price range, the fact that people are unwilling to list their homes is going to keep the supply tight in 2023. In fact, I just said in the previous segment that Fannie Mae believes there will will have only 4 million uh, existing home sales throughout the entire country in 2023. That's down from 5 million in 2022 and 6 million in 2021. So that's a big drop, folks. Mm -hmm. And it's not because there aren't buyers. It's because there aren't enough willing sellers. I just did a little research on that last break. I have to go back to 2009, 2009, when the unemployment rate was 10%. Ouch. To get an existing national home sales figure of 4.34 million, so the 
smart economists at Fannie and Freddie are saying it is going to be a super tight inventory year. All right, well, the good news is we can help at Accident Mortgage. We still think we're the smartest people at the dance in terms of helping any home buyer put themselves in the best position uh, to win an offer. Luckily, well, right now, you know, you're finding, David, people aren't in competitive situations, but that's probably going to change. All right, now, with that whole big preamble, back over to you, David. Well, what I was going to say was, because you're right, uh, it's not about com- or competition. Even if you're not in competition, when you're buying maybe from family, as we were talking about, mm-hmm. you still... My fear anytime someone's buying from family is that they call their bank with a big skyscraper downtown and like the loan officer has never heard of gift of equity or isn't considerate of the other things that a seller needs to take care of in a normal, like you said, marketable transaction. So so we were talking before the break how you coached these people, no, 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 don't sell it for 300000 and then yeah. try to have your son get a $300,000 mortgage because that's like 0% down. You're going right. to pay private mortgage insurance. You're not going to get as good a pricing. So where did you end up helping these people decide to set the sales price? So they set the sales price at 400 But, and David, the- weren't they concerned about paying gift tax on that $100,000 gift of equity? I am not a licensed uh, tax practitioner. Cousin Paul S. Wickard is. But uh, as we read the IRS code, uh, each American has, is it 12 million here in 2020? 12 point something million. 12 point something million that each person, if you're a married couple, can give away in their lifetime. And if you have the pleasure of giving away $24 million in your lifetime, I say congratulations. God bless uh, you. God bless you. So for this transaction, the hot answer is no. There's no gift right. tax. All you got to do if you go over the annual limit, which I think is 17000 now in 2023, yeah. the gift limit for you can give anybody you want $17,000 and you don't have to report anything to the IRS. So a mom and dad could give $34,000 to their son, not report anything. They just have to fill out a form or have their tax person fill out an additional form to say, hey, we gave $66,000 more than the annual gift limit. Please keep that, keep track of that against our $12 million lifetime exemption. Yeah. So no gift problem there. Um, and by doing this, so now they're putting down uh, 25%. They're going to get better pricing. Exactly. Well, and so then this was actually kind of really fun as a, as a mortgage nerd. To get into a, because this is more complex when you're dealing basically with both sides, you know, son buying, parents selling. Because what the parents, what they really wanted was they wanted to push away from the closing table with the $300,000 in proceeds. Aha. So it was sell for $400, $100,000 gift, push away from the closing table with $300,000. But there's some other costs that we need to, you know, walk through figure out how to get them that $300,000. Let's tackle some of those numbers when we come back from this last break. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. Find a place to call home without the headache. This is the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard on WTMJ. Along with uh, David Wicker, and uh, boy, that is some hot get-back music. I like that. You're going to have to tell us what that is, Isaac. Um, so uh, don't forget, you can 
uh, call or text us with your comment or question on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line, which is 855-616-1620. Old National Bank, get old. So, David, you're telling a story about a family transaction, which let's call Acunet Mortgage your headquarters for family, real estate, and mortgage transaction, because we know what we're doing. Well, we've we're done also, it. Yeah. Other other things that this applies to, though, are also um, for sale by owner transactions, yeah. because we're equipped with uh, both an affiliated title insurance company, and then also we're friends with some uh, low-cost, highly competent, competent uh, local attorneys that can help with the drafting of the offer to purchase for really minimal dollars, Shekels. which is what you need. So what are some of the things that are going to get taken care of? I just mentioned actually writing the offer to purchase. Yeah, well, and so the seller needs to take care of a title policy as the current owner. So... What as I was on the phone with son and dad, normally seller dad pays for an owner's policy. It's but, pre-printed that way in the exactly. Wisconsin offer to purchase. But but because son is getting this jagundus gift of equity, son is going to pay for this seller's title typical. insurance policy. Yeah. Typical. What about tax prorations, David? Usually the seller gives the buyer exactly. some money because they owned the property for a certain number of days or months in that year. E- exactly. And so in this case, because they're closing here in January, it's a schnibble, and the son said, Dad, don't worry about it. Because the reason why the proration exists is because when son goes to pay the tax bill December of 2023, he has to pay the whole bill uh-huh. at that time. But he said, you know what, don't worry about the first month. I'll cover the whole thing. No proration needed. So there you nice. go. One one thing, two thing. Third thing, transfer tax. Ah. The state of Wisconsin says, hello, we're the state of Wisconsin. We'd like some revenue, please. There is a tax upon the transfer of real estate from one party to the other and normally paid for by the seller. But again, in this case, son says, dad, I'll pay for the transfer tax to the state of Wisconsin. Those you three know, things. Somebody also has to kind of like prepare the closing statement for exactly. the seller and do things like, hey, if there's a mortgage or a mortgage and a home equity line of credit, somebody's got to order the payoff statements and calculate the right amount uh, to pay those people so that it's all cleaned up. they got to send a letter to the municipality to get a special assessment letter that confirms whether there is or is not any special is or are not any special assessments outstanding against the property. So all kinds of details, and we can hook you up with all that stuff. Well, so this was a perfect uh, screen-sharing task exercise because I'm literally, because, again, begin with the end in mind. What the parents really wanted in our numbers here, they wanted to push away from the table with the 300000 in proceeds. Uh So I'm I'm doing go-to meeting with my borrower, we are literally, we're not starting at the top of the software. We're starting at the bottom of the software as the numbers all come together. We're, we're like manufacturing the mortgage in reverse sure. to get to where we wanted. Okay, it's bottom line number. Parents walk away with $300,000. They actually they don't have a, any mortgages on the property. So okay, that so that makes it easy, right? Okay, great. Okay, you're going to uh, pay for the things that we described, right? Owner's policy, transfer tax, no proration, a schnibble of closing costs. And so what we ended up, the, the way that the math kind of piles all together, we're going to lend him $303,000. Oh, okay. So that he, his parents get what they want in the proceeds. The net 300 grand. 
Right, and let's just say the extra $3,000 that we're lending him pays for the other things that he has volunteered to pay for sure. as well as part of the transaction. That's totally in reverse of you know what you would normally have is, I'm buying the house from the stranger for 400 and I'm going to bring this one of three to the closing table. So that was kind of fun to, to yeah, kind of kind fun. pile it up the other way. How did we get this customer? Did they hear about us on the radio? The is dad it... is an avid 620 WTMJ listener and said, you got to call my guys over at Acunet Mortgage. Well, I kid you, you not. Go. So That's perfect. Can't make that kind of stuff up. No. All right, so you know there are certain kind of special transactions out there. We just rattled off one of them, hey, a family transaction, which can sometimes be even more complicated as I'm thinking of some other ones, you know, where there are deceased parents and then you got some siblings buying from other siblings we've we've done that um then then you've got the for sale by owner which still happens um and and then also divorces you know that's that's another thing that actually ticks up did you know that david in january that's like the leading month for divorce filings okay hey it's a new year and i'm gonna get me a new spouse new new me not you yeah. That's right. So so that's another specialty item that maybe we can talk about in a show coming up here in January um, to help people navigate with that uh, special circumstance. Whatever you happen to be thinking of, whether you're a move-up buyer or, or a first-time home buyer, boy, we've been advertising, David. We've got a very excellent first-time home buyer program uh, for People that make $127,000 or less for a family of three. We've been advertising that this last week on the radio. Um, we would love to help you because we love what we do. And uh, get you that rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval. Plus, we'll meet with your realtor on a go-to meeting and figure out just exactly the best way to present your offer to that seller. That's all we have time for now. You've been listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on AM620 WTMJ. The Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show is paid for in full by Acunet Mortgage, LLC, an equal housing lender, consumeraccess.org, number 255-368. The advice and opinions expressed during the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts and guests of Acunet Mortgage, LLC, and not WTMJ or Good Karma Brands.